Padre, Barbara Rose, Bobby, we're ready for you. Are you ready for us? We sure are with our hearts wide open. And thank you, Susan, You're just celebrating Christmas, Hanukkah, and we're here. <laughs> but I'm glad we're here together. And just thank you again for tuning in. Welcome, Bobby. Welcome, Barbara Rose, for this evening's presentation. Thank you, Padre. Love you. This is going to be exciting again. I mean, I, I prepare like I normally do, but this is the end of our series, and it's on Hark the Angels, and oh, we can talk all day by the angel, about the angels. So, but for me, it's, uh, that's dear to my heart. So to me, tonight's going to be easy. Just want everybody to relax and just be a part of this celebration. What is your feelings, Bob, on this, this our last in the series, and what could people expect? Oh my gosh, Padre. <laughs> this is, it's an opportunity for all of us to really receive the emancipation from heaven. And it's also an opportunity to realize that we can't do it alone. We never were meant to do it alone. And the more that we can come together in a spirit of the divine's consciousness, the happier our lives will be. So hopefully, mm. hopefully this presentation will shed some light and some lightness on all of us. Ooh, that's beautiful. You sold me, Bobby. <laughs> how, about you, how about you, Barbara Rose? What is your anticipation for tonight? I'm looking at the title, Glorious Anticipation. I have been waiting for this in a similar way as I waited for Christmas every year as a child. Mm -hmm. I had enthusiasm just building up in me so that I was so filled with light that everything I saw was light. So I, I'm going to get a lot out of this, I know. That's so beautiful. And hopefully each of you will be blessed. And I want to just say to our audience, thank you for supporting Celebrating Life. Thank you for being on the call this year. Hopefully you'll join us for Christmas and New Year's or, or after New Year's. But we're going to start, end this year in a bang and open it up with the glorious expectation of the more. Because that's what God promised us. And you talk about Christmas, <laughs> Barbara Rose. Um, someone sent me this chain. It was a silver chain from Italy. It's like, either I have a secret admirer or a secret Santa, but whoever it is, thank you. Because it didn't have any name on it. So God must love me enough. He's just sending me presents without names. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, why don't I open up with prayer and then I'll hand it over to Bobby, who's going to be leading us tonight. So with a heart full of anticipation, why don't we place one of our hands on our hearts as a point of contact? And we just allow the Holy Spirit to take us into realms, into atmospheres of the glorious presence. Father, we ask you to release your heavenly angels, your ministering angels tonight, not just a one moment, but walk with us daily throughout this month, this year, next year, throughout our lifetime until we enter that eternal light that you promised each of us. We thank you, O Lord, our God, for grace tonight, that actually this grace just penetrates and begins already building. As Susan has decreed these prayers in the beginning, so they now infiltrate your home, your heart, your relationships, your finances. We just celebrate God's goodness. And we just say thank you to the angels as they minister to us and to our families, friends, and even this world. We bless the activity of the angels in this world, the heavenly realm, for 
every person who's listening to this and all those who we carry in our hearts. May we be blessed tonight as we invoke the name of Yeshua, Jesus. And it's really interesting because the heart, the angels, they're the, the messengers. They're the ones who bring the healing from God. So we're just going to anticipate glorious things tonight, entering and receiving and letting go. So in God's perfection, may your will be done in each of our lives. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. <laughs> so we can start with this beautiful image of this welcoming angel who is so cheerful. Barbara, and, Barbara Rose and I had a really fun time playing and, and working with her. She's just pure love and light. And if you've ever had the good fortune to be surprised by an angel, you will enjoy the delightful lingering sense of the divine from their presence that they bring through. Uh, indeed, your life will never be ordinary again. That is the promise from heaven. So we are so excited to welcome you. Barbara Rose, did you want to say anything? I want to say that I know the angels are here. They're so filling my, my space and they're telling me they are with all of you. But I was just overwhelmed when you were talking, Bob, because knocked over. The, the, the lights went up higher and the energy is just abounding. And <laughs> this energy of the angels has been with us throughout all eternity. Many of us are just picking up on it, but it's been through all of the scriptures. And we're going to look first at the scripture where Jacob, one of the patriarchs, ran away from his enraged brother when he was mad at him. He went to sleep on a stone pillow in a land that seemed totally desolate. And in the night, he dreamed. The angels came. He went to heaven. He received promises from the divine of gifts of the land for himself and all of his descendants. He said, I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. And that's what the Lord is saying to each of us tonight. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. And when yes. Jacob broke up, his fear was gone. And he exclaimed, surely the Lord is in this place. And I was not aware of it. Hold that question with you. The places where you do not see the Holy One. Keep your eyes open, your hearts open, so that you can notice the Lord was in this place and I did not become aware of it until now. That's so beautiful. And as we know, Jacob is Jacob's ladder. And he had a great relationship with the angelic realm that has forever changed all of our, our relationship to the angels. And that was the dream he had going up the ladder to heaven. Yeah. Throughout scriptures, we hear different names for the divine. And the angels have been the messengers from, from this divine. So hark means listen. Mm -hmm. Lend an ear. Here's an important announcement. Again, listen for the message for you tonight. See what comes through. You'll notice on here, I, it says names of G-D. 
I have a lot of Jewish clients and friends and whenever they write to me, that's how they write it. And I wasn't quite sure exactly what it meant. So I called on our monk, Rick, chef. He helped me realize it. And I jotted down the way he said it. He explained that we can't put into human language what cannot be expressed. The closest expression would be like the sound of breath, the energy of the divine rather than a word to speak it. So we remember that in the burning bush, Moses got all upset. What am I going to tell the people? What happened? What's mm. about? Who shall I tell him sent me? And he heard, tell them, I am that I am. Or as Rick's brother, who is a scholar of, of the Old Testament scriptures, he said, I am and I am becoming, which I feel chills when I read that. It is the becoming of the divine through all of time that we will celebrate on Christmas, that we celebrate ourselves in our lives. So be open tonight to see when and where that I am presence touches you. So beautiful. So we're going to go on a journey of experiencing the divine. This is a, an example of just the many ways that the presence might show you is itself, herself, himself. So we've heard the name Emmanuel, which is God is with us, or breath, Yahweh, is with us, always with us. I love this middle slide because it really shows kind of the astonishment that those people who were very mystical, they didn't have all the technology and all the, the things that we have today. So they really relied on what their senses were showing them and bringing to them. So it makes sense that the experience of the divine would really appear in ways that were very dramatic and clear. You know, like that is an angel. That is a chorus of angels singing and, and making themselves known, bringing a message. So it's fair. I, I can I can already feel the anticipation and the energy building. And so this energy or this the names of the divine is becoming tangible to our senses. And I hope everyone can feel that. So Padre, there was this angel that appeared in your life. Do you have anything that you would like to share about that? It all depends on which experience. <laughs> I remember. <Exactly. laughs> I could go on all night, but I remember the first time, I'll have to use this term, it was actually at night during the nighttime, and there was an angel presence at the foot of my bed, and I screamed. So I think I scared away the angel, you know, I go, I'm going next door because pottery is not ready for me now. But that was my first experience. And actually, I was afraid. And if you think about in the scriptures, it talks about be not afraid whenever the angels, because like you said, it's so overwhelming, that presence. And our brain is trying to figure it out. But our heart is like, oh, my God, it's, it's part of the heavenly realm. So that's what I would say for me. In my, in my first, I would say the audible voice of an angel, when I told that story, when I was in a snowstorm and I heard, <laughs> let go of your hands, 
from the steering wheel. And it's like, yeah, the angel wanted to take over driving, but I didn't know, but I had peace. And actually I did, and I wasn't killed. I expected to die that day. Only a crazy person would let go of the steering wheel going 70 miles an hour down the road. But that was my experience. And it's like, and it was real. And it is real today, today, because thank God for the angels. And every night I ask for my angel to reveal itself or to speak in my dreams, because I really want to draw closer to the heavenly realm. Absolutely. I'm with you, Padre. I was overwhelmed when I had, I had a couple of angel encounters when I first moved to this apartment that I'm living in now. Okay. And, and one, of, one of the experiences I had was I was really just dealing with some heartbreak and I, but I wasn't there yet. I was just kind of in the, the heartbreak, but I wasn't in the, the releasing of the heartbreak. Uh-huh. And, I, and I was doing dishes and an angel literally just appeared and took a sword and stabbed me in the heart. And I just kind of glided to the ground, soap suds draining down my arms. And I was released of my suffering. Wow. And then I was able to really see that it was time to move on. My life had changed. I had to move on. I had to pull it together. And I needed to stop dwelling in the, in this perseverating mindset of how could it have been different? Why did it go? Mm. Wrong? Why did it go wrong? Woe is me. And the angel just went, Pop! you know, like, <laughs> can you feel your feelings and move on? Thank you very much. <laughs> wow, <laughs> no that was pretty awesome. Yeah, no words, but it was a unbelievable yeah. transmission and it was huge just like this i mean it literally was just kind of this uh, image right here yeah so, wow yeah thank you thank you padre you're welcome barbara rose want to say something at a time that i well many times when i play the harp for people who are dying or i play the harp at a birth of, of a child the angels are there protecting and they're the same angels. I can tell the birth angels and the death angels are the same angels. Oh, but wow. I always got so filled with energy and grace from the angels that came. Mm. And I think they like the harp too. <laughs> <laughs> I think they like you, Barbara Rose. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I agree with that one. I think they love you. <laughs> So Padre, if you don't mind, would you please read this this passage for us and kind of explain why you chose this as our guiding passage for this presentation? I'd love to. Thank you, Bobby. Luke 2, 9 to 11. I love this story because to me, it tells everything about what season we're in right now. It says an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified, like my experience. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. And there's a a prophetic utterance. There's a decree that is actually explaining what is happening to us. FSC term, well, I need a reading on what's going on. How about just ask your angel? The angels are messengers from heaven. And to me, it's about the decree. It's about the angels showing up. And regardless if we're afraid or we invite the angels in, God wants to penetrate our situation, whatever it might be. Might be someone who has a coronavirus. Might be someone who's going through a divorce, like you letting go of a relationship. But their intention is to help you. I remember when Ron Roth passed away and I was at his bedside and I remember two hands being laid on my 
shoulders. And I knew it was angels. I was happy. It was glorious. It was so profound. But in the midst of when we're not even paying attention, they arrive and actually they participate in something that's being created. And I like that term that Barbara Rose used with Rick's interpretation of his brother. I am and I'm also becoming. And I just love that. It's, it's eternal. So whether we have ministering angels here and or when we go into eternity also. So thank you, Bobby. Thank you. Beautiful. So this image is really dear to me. It's, it's actually an image that's in my healing room, but it also shows this really beautiful relationship that I have with Gabriel and with Mother Mary. And I would say I spend most of my waking and prayer hours with these two because they're, they're, they're positioned in a place where either place that I sit, I can have connection to them in this image. And so it has a lot of, for me personally, has a lot of transmission energy and I'm hoping that everyone can feel it too. I'm, I'm very humble. I don't have like wonderful things around me, but I, all the things that I have around me are filled with a lot of light and presence. And Mm. so I don't really care if it's tattered, if it's torn, if it's this or it's that, it's the energy transmission that's amazing to me. And is so it's where I get my solace and my comfort. So I wanted to share this with everybody, but I also wanted to share this other angel story so the hallway that's right by this healing room there's a big window and it has plants and it has a lot of angel images and there and that's that that's on purpose because i had a huge angel and mother mary and jesus appearance at that window where one day i was just going through something and i had this encounter right there in that hallway and literally, you can tap that energy. Anybody who t- comes in, sometimes if they, you know, the, the people really kind of see my apartment like a treasure hunt place. <laughs> and I, I, but the people that are really interested, I say, well, touch this and touch that and pray here and do this. And, you know, and they, and they actually can have a really lovely experience that it's not about me or this place or anything. It's really about the transmission of energy. So that's, I, Again, uh, that's why we're here. We're here to really help help everyone to receive this transmission. So Barbara Rose, I'm going to just invite you to to cuz you you Barbara Rose are such a treasure in our community. I can't gush about you enough and of course I love you dearly, so I don't want to gush too much cuz I'll you'll you'll see the tears. But Barbara Rose just brings the best questions forward and so Barbara, I, I would really love for you to invite Padre to answer this question. So Padre, yes, this one's for you. Thank you, Bob. Have you ever been in a place of silence and stillness where you felt one with all that is and wanted to stay in that place forever? What was that like for you? And how did it affect your life? Wow. You know, just thinking about it takes me back to that place and but that place is here now also besides my encounter. You know, actually, it's a twofold question for me is when I became, I call it born again, when the spirit of Christ came through me at age 17, 18, it changed my whole world. It changed my perception of God. It changed my perception of what love was because it was just liquid love just all over me. But what it did is I could see clearly what was in front of me. I could see colors, I could see lights, I could see images, and everything had a glow. And what it reminded me of, since I did have an encounter in heaven, that everything was magnified in its color. 
And for two weeks, I lived in this bubble that even though life went on everybody else, but for me, I felt like I was in heaven with the angels and just, and I could read people's hearts. I knew what they were thinking and believing. And it's like, it was in totally, and it's like, it lasted two weeks. I'm sure that deposit is still here within me growing, but it, it took over my life, which mm -hmm. was extraordinary. And the second one was when I was going to John of God, and I remember standing in line going up to John of God for a question that I would ask. And I remember Diego, we usually hand him our questions so he could speak it in Portuguese. And I remember having this unbelievable experience of an angel just downloading on me. And I instantly started bawling. And Diego looked at me like, what the heck is going on here? He couldn't read it, but I was just having an encounter with heaven even before I got to John of God. And it was like, those two profoundly affected me, knowing that in an instant, they know what we desire and they can fulfill it by the Father's decree is, bless my son, bless my daughter. Mm. Thank you for giving me that question. Oh, thank you for that answer. The other th reason I really love this slide is this image reminds me so much of Barbara Rose's home. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's got yeah, a lot of beauty. You know, they, they have, there's an atmosphere there that's very alive with the presence. So I agree with that one, Bobby. Yes. So Padre, there, this journey of light, this, this great awakening, is there anything in particular that you want to share with us, like a nugget that will help our journey of light to be an awakened one rather than one that's where we're, we kind of go offline? <laughs> to me, these encounters of light, I would use that term, they will show up when you're, when you're desperate, when you're really, I would use the term when you're broken. At least that's been my experience. It can, I can be having a happy experience too, but the majority of the time is when I feel discouraged, when I feel alone, when I'm still praying, I'm reaching out for God, the angels to help. And it's, it's like the begging, but once I stop begging, then the experience happens. And it's really these encounters that take me to the next level, to the next step in my own evolution as the great I am that I'm becoming. But it takes me to that another step. And now we're responsible for that next level. And But I also have to let go, like you had with your friend, you had to let go of the relationship. You had to let go of the old self and allow the new to take form. So I believe there are many here on this call tonight will experience that during our presentation because the angels are set to do the Father's will Get ready, get ready. Oh, I love that. So in other words, stop trying to be perfect and just experience, which is absolutely which yes. is exactly what this is all about. Thank you. Yeah. So good news follows an, a significant encounter. And what that means is the the angels appeared, they sent a message to people, but there was also a message in the sky, which was this Christ star, which we're going to be having that kind of experience again next week on the 21st, where some planets are going to come together in a very close proximity right. and show that same in that same phenomenon. But what what was so interesting about this was this beautiful these, this coalescence of events happened in such a way that literally gathered the the everyone to come and experience this phenomenon for themselves and and they brought treasures and they brought offerings and they and they supplicated themselves and they humbled themselves and they they literally became like the innocence of the child before before this this baby 
and before the parents. And it was so magnificent. And it's like our opportunity, it doesn't matter whatever is happening to us on a physical level. If we can tap that energy of the celestial, the supernatural, the angelic, and the child, we will find our way. And, and there will be treasures, there will be riches. So if, if we are shocked because of some kind of event that's happening, we just have to remember, open to the child inside and just see what's happening with your heart. See what's happening with, with your, your life because maybe it's God bringing something through to you that will forever change you in a way that is your destiny that you you didn't know about but it's there it's a promise it's like what like you said padre it was a deposit from heaven yes so barbara rose is going to give us a beautiful teaching about one of these deposits we, we in the last two teleprayers we looked at gold and frankincense and the third gift was the gift of myrrh and myrrh was a highly sought after fragrance it's not the same as what you'd find today because they mixed it with other things like cinnamon and sweet kasha and a couple of other sweet fragrances. And it was very expensive. The, the myrrh itself came from a little thorny bush that exuded a gum like a resin. And they would put that on rocks or they would put it on wood and it would harden. And then it was combined with the extra fragrances, and olive oil. So all of that put together was made into the anointing oil. And this oil was used from the beginning with the first ordination of a priest at all professions, at all ordinations, including the CLM ordinations. And I know that I have used, I made my own blend of oil. It's not myrrh but I, it's mostly rose oil from different places. And I use that a lot to bless myself, to bless other people. I put some on tonight. So it's a symbol mm. of what about the traditional was that it was to represent when, when someone is dying, you anoint the body. Mm. The other thing that was, oh, it was used, Mary and, they said that Mary and Jesus used it to anoint the baby. But it's not really about death. The current theology on this is that it's about blessing and life. So it's an anointing oil, and you can make it with myrrh, and that's what was given then. Or you can have any anointing oil yourself. So think about that. There are so many beautiful fragrances that you can use. If you can get the myrrh, I tried to get some. I couldn't get any. I thought I'll mix something and tell you what it smells like, but I couldn't get it. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. That's incredible. I can feel it coming through you, though. <laughs> You're such a channel. <laughs> yes. I love this. I've received a, a little gift of, of some of the oil that you've made, and it's it's really heavenly. I have to say, it, it brings through heaven, for sure. So the mystery revealed, the all in all. So Padre, is there a way that you could show, share a vision of your heart about what this all in all is or what this, this mystery being revealed is for you just on a personal level? Uh, well, now you'll probably make me cry just talking about that. <laughs> but it's it just, to me, there's no words in a sense. It's a relationship and, and it's a permanent relationship. 
that once I became, have the encounter, I call it born again, enlightened, awakened, everything changed for me. And to take it a step further, the I come from a very Catholic Christian box, so to speak. And I remember when Ron and I and a few of us were invited to India uh, to see Ama Bhagwan. And, and I knew they were universal, all those things, but I felt they were intruding on my box. <laughs> but that's my ego protecting what isn't, wasn't true. It was a 21-day process, and it took me to the 20th day to get awakened in that experience. And it was, it was the most beautiful thing. And it would be, for me, the same thing as encountering my born-again experience I had in India. Uh, there was no separation at all. It was just love. It was bright. It was beautiful. It was an encounter. And for me, this is what Yeshua came to the earth. It says, you can encounter the heavenly realm if you just allow grace, empty ourselves first, and then allow grace to fill us. And in that place, there's heaven here on earth. And I'm living it as a, an abbot, as a priest, as a monk, as a human being. It's just I want to bring light to the world. Just as Mary accepted the gift for humanity, now I get to accept the gift and give it away also. Well, you are the gift, Padre, because I have to say, not only visiting your home, but also just, just being in your presence, I received that gift that you, that you received. I mean, you're, you, you, you just keep making everybody better. Every, every single person gets better because of you. So I just really, I honor you with all my heart. Thank you, Bob. I appreciate that. So, Bob, this one is for you. Woo! Woo! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Word on! <laughs> everything in your life. And tell us about the angel, too, please. Okay. Oh, what one encounter. Ah, like Padre, I've just, I've really, I've been blessed to have a lot of them. And similar to Padre, they haven't come because I've been dutiful or good or anything like that. I've been suffering. When, it, when the encounters come, I am the most vulnerable when the encounters come. And, but there was one time that I just think would be a really lovely thing to share because it changed my life. It actually, it helped me survive. So I came from a very violent, chaotic childhood. My father was a Marine in Vietnam and my mom was beautiful. And they had a, they had a, a really passionate relationship, which had the full spectrum of passion. <laughs> and so sometimes there was a lot of chaos. There was there there was a lot of upheaval and and there was arguing and there was fighting and and I just was kind of traumatized. My little nervous system was kind of traumatized. I came in kind of traumatized because I was creamy with a lot of with a lot of birth trouble. So I had this trauma in my in my system anyway. So it's not really their fault, but they were part of it. And I remember one time we were in a car and there was there was tension, there was fighting, there was something. And I just remember just laying on the on the floor or on the seat of the car and looking up and looking out the window. And I literally could just see the clouds open and the heavens open and this an angel man appear wow. that just said, hang on. It's like it's going to you're going to be OK. You just have to hang on. And from that moment on, my life changed. And I just knew that whatever was going to happen, I just needed to keep my gaze high, not look low, not look at the, 
the trouble in front of me, but mm -hmm. look at the promise above me. Wow, beautiful. As you do that, Bob, you inspire us to be open for that as well. Mm. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> so we all know the story of the Annunciation of Mary, and it fits really well into our theme tonight. It actually is the essence of it. And the angel Gabriel was the announcer. He was the herald. He was the one with the message from the Lord. He delivered the message. And I like the, the uh, Passion Bible way that it's delivered. This is a new Bible that Padre has in the bookstores. We'll be able to get those again someday. He said, grace to you, young woman, for the Lord is with you. And so you are anointed with great favor. And Mary, just like you, Padre, just like Jacob, Mary was afraid. Mm. She didn't say yes right away. She was deeply troubled and bewildered over what the message would mean to her. Yeah. And the angel spoke, said, do not yield to your fear, Mary, for the Lord has found delight in you and has chosen to surprise you with a wonderful gift. You will become pregnant with a baby boy. And he explained more about this child and what he would do. And then Mary had her awakening. She awakened and began to realize that this encounter would change everything in her life. This was not what she wanted. This was not what she expected. And again, this is from the Passion Translation. She said, this is amazing. I will be a mother for the Lord. As his servant, I accept whatever he has for me. May everything you have said to me come to pass. And this is the line I want everyone to hear. She surrendered and her life changed completely. That's what happens when we encounter an angel. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter how afraid we are. If we keep listening, we can surrender and we can let go and receive whatever the gift is that the Lord has for us. Oh, wow. Oh. That's so beautiful. And it also shows us that sometimes that fear response is the beginning of our discernment. You know, we, ha we have to know what we're talking to. And the angel, being an angel, would understand that and would have that kind of presence of mind to continue to emanate a field of love and peace and reassurance so that as we settle our nervous system, we would open to the encounter that was given to us from heaven. So Padre, pa Barbara Rose has another beautiful question for you, if you don't mind. Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you reflect over your life and your encounters with the divine directly or through the communication of a messenger, an angel, an ascended master, a saint, or a guide, can you recall a time when you were so startled or blinded by a message that your first response was fear and you possibly experienced some kind of paralysis? Then perhaps something woke you up and you saw the encounter as a gift worthy of gratitude and praise. Tell us about it. Probably was when I first met Ron Roth. <laughs> he was so intimidating, <laughs> but he was in the human form. But I remember a time I was actually working in a steel mill and back in Peru. And I remember I was doing the afternoon shift. So I got off at 11 o'clock 
And I remember at that time, I used a dinner pail, you know, one of those things where you put your little lunch in. So I remember carrying that and opening up the door. And it was, I think, around springtime. And when I opened the door, the power of God, the heaven was in that room. And I immediately fell to the floor. Immediately. I, I recognized presence, but I was fearful. I was like, what the heck is this? Even though I know it was heavenly, I knew it was the power. Like, I'm sure it was an angel just says, holy, holy, holy. And we bow down. And I remember being on the floor probably a half an hour sobbing. It's like, I don't understand this. I don't understand this at all. And the, how the encounter ended was somebody, one of my friends called at 1130 at night and the phone rang. And my friend said, oh, my God, I got to see who's it. <laughs> I can't get to the phone. That was my response to heaven being in my room. And eventually it lifted. And then I went to the phone and somebody had a dumb question. Let's put it that way. And I was so disappointed. It's like, why did I not stay in that presence regardless of the circumstances? And what I learned from that experience was there can be interruptions. There can be the adversary will come to take us away from that experience or turn our attention away instead of going deeper, like Bob says, let the little child experience this and just being in wonder because the, I never asked for the encounter. It happened as soon as I opened that door at 11 o'clock at night. So be aware the angels can show up at any time in your life. And I expect that to happen to any of you who's listening to this call. The field of all possibilities are ready to, for that invitation for you to come and dwell among God. Mm, thank you so much. Beautiful. So this slide is really special. This is actually an image of from, from the day that we had the ordination and profession. And Mary Kay and I were the hosts for two of the candidates, Craig and Pat. And this angel that's here, it belonged to Christy. And she was also being professed that day. And the, the blue roses in the kind of in the corner, those are from many times that we've done events yeah. for CLM and also on the communion table. And, and the little paper flowers behind the angel, those were Christie's as well. So when she moved, she left some of these things here so that CLM could still benefit. So we had them all out and arranged so that we could honor her profession. And then there's a, a, an image of Mother Mary behind that's kind of faded in the background, which is a beautiful Casa painting that Bob and Diana mm -hmm. helped bring, bring us all into our homes. So anyway, this kind of, this is a perfect a portal picture, literally a perfect portal mm -hmm. picture. And it's exactly what Padre Pio would say. He's, he would say, we pray our guardian angels ever this day to be at our side, to light, to guard, to rule, to guide. And if you have any trouble at all, send me your angel and I will get the message and I will help you. That was his promise to his spiritual children. And that I have used that strategy from Padre Pio to do a lot of healing for people who have reached out in prayer at two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning. And it really does work. I mean, we really do have this profound resource of the angelic realm at our disposal, if we would only just let our child scream out and say, hey, I need help, angel, come. Mm -hmm. 
And whoever you want to talk to, Padre Pio is always on the job. St. Therese is always on the job. Mother Mary is always on the job. Jesus is always on the job. Amma Bhagwan's always on the job. There are so many beings that are willing and able to help. And of course, we all have so much help at our disposal, even within just reaching out to each other. So anyway, I hope that the encounter from this image alone will just ignite a, a, a fire of a resource for all of us. So Barbara Rose, I'd love to ask you a question for a change because you've been so generous at asking questions of us. And I really love the, these images that you, that you have here because they really do speak a story that gives the entire, the entire experience. I feel like we're sitting at the St. Therese Center where we're seeing her whole life kind of carved out in front of that amazing carving near her relics. So this question is, have you ever experienced an unexpected surprise visit from the divine when the glory of the Lord came to you as a bright light of presence or an insight or wisdom or wonder or love that might be similar to that which was experienced by the, the shepherds in the field that night on that very, very special night? I have had so many in my life and I had my latest one on Sunday in your office space, Bob. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yes. It was, it was amazing. I was sharing with Bob that I had been invited by, or I did my bedside harp training back east, and I had been invited by the, the founder of the program to do a Zoom teaching on the Enneagram. And when I, I, I actually, they flew me back once to do it. And now that it's on Zoom, she thought I could do it again. And she's been wonderful. She came to my ordination. She drove all the way from Ben Salem, Pennsylvania, New Jersey. A very good friend. And I knew I couldn't say yes. Well, for one thing, I threw away all of my papers. That I had done a doctorate on the Enneagram. And I just threw them all away. As I, I'm finished, I use it with my clients. I'm teaching it. It was really clear I wasn't supposed to teach it. And we were talking about that. You and I, Bob, and I said I have to say no to someone, and I don't want to. Wow. I mentioned this is the way I dealt with it. I wrote her a letter and said, I am no longer doing that, that I wish I could help you. I have a new website. I've changed my image. And if there's something I can do for you in the Bedside Heart program on Zoom from that, please read it and see, see what, what, how I could help. And this website was done with the help of Ryan and Miriam and Angelica. And it speaks about who I am now. I don't need to put in my website all the degrees I've had. This all bubbled up in Bob's office. And it's just like uh, an angel came and filled the space and surrounded me. But there was like a pop, a pop of an old self. And a bringing in of the light, just bringing it in. And, and, and Bob said, I, I said to him, the opening page says, you are creator's masterpiece, whole and holy. And he said, that's what you say. That's your miracle. And that's when the angel came so big and filled my space. And I talked. <laughs> Unlike, unlike other encounters, I talked because Bob was there. So I was talking and telling him what was happening. I'm sure he knew everything was happening anyway before I even did. But I had a split screen. And I saw it was like a movie when I was 
16 years old. I was a junior in high school and I was just walking down School Street. I took the bus. I was going home, walking down School Street to be with my family. And I can, I can still, I can see it as clear as if I were there right now. A huge blast of light came in front of me and my heart was just filled with love. Unbelievable. It was like I expanded my, it, it was so much love that I stretched. I mean, I felt like I was big, huge, but I was frozen. I had my books under my arm and in my school uniform. And there I was frozen, sort of like what happens on the retreats. And I couldn't move. I wanted just to lie down and in reverence and just thank God for it, but I couldn't move. And then later I did. And it was really the Shekinah glory. It was, it was the Holy Spirit. It was I think it, they're showing me now, it was a whole choir of angels. So that was one. And that, that memory came up while I was in the new experience. But then the second one came, which became a healing. And it was the night before I was making my final vows as a sister of mercy. And final vows are finest, final, until death. And I went down to a chapel that they had specially for the, the, the there were 12 of us, I believe, making final vows. This was uh, the night before. So it was August 15th, 1970. And the vows were the next day. And Jesus came. And I wasn't expecting. I was just going to, we called it, make a visit to the chapel. That's what they would say, make a visit to the chapel. And I went in and Jesus was right there. And I just did a prostration. And I was in prostration before him for a long time. Again, I knew the angels were there. My name, my convent name was Sister Mary Roselle. And Roselle means Rose of God. Mm. And once I got that name, that's when the angels came and made me their own. So what happened was, I, I, Jesus said, you are my bride. You will always be my bride. And until these are final vows tomorrow. And that all happened. But I left the community. I left the community was 1970, 29 years later. And I still carried, I didn't realize this, Bob, until after we met. I was carrying guilt that I broke the vows. And Jesus was really clear with me when when I was talking in your office that the vows were made until death. That part of my life, who I was then died. And I was going to have a whole new creation, which has happened with CLM. And then afterward, when I got home, I knew that I did not have any reason to doubt that I did the right right decision. God God called me in and God called me out. When I was with you, Bob, I said the the one that what came to me then was the one vow I have to do now is yes. Yes. Just that I will say yes to whatever (laughs) is asked of me. Yeah, and you do. And I mean, it's so beautiful now that you're such an integral part of the ministry with your monastic vow, your reverend, but also now you're you're really helping all of the, the first year or the first level students. Yeah. And you are such a treasure, Barbara Rose. We're just so blessed by you. Thank you. I'm I agree with that 100%. Definitely. Thank you. That is beautiful. So Padre and Barbara Rose... This is, in my opinion, just a stunning image of the the divine, Jesus the Christ, Jesus the King. And can you just share just a, 
in your own words, to your own heart, like what, what does this image or what does this concept Christ the King mean to you? For me, it's the, the pinnacle of my life, having that encounter at 17 and knowing there is a God that loves us and then reflecting on what, the, what Mary's encounter with the angel was, a Gabriel, and it says, a savior will be born to you. And so what did, for me, that savior was a king. He rules and he rules my life. He rules to me, everyone's life. So it comes through that respect, but also it's a kingship. So even though I have my own doubts and fears, when I have his peace, I'm a furious warrior. I will do whatever he says. Dana could tell me, Bobby, you could tell me, Barbarossa could tell me. But if I don't have that peace, uh, it's nothing. It's just words. So there is a place in my heart that I gave my life like Barbarossa, the vow. I turned my life over to God, to King Jesus. And that might be the most simplest way I could say that. And he's my love and my lover. Oh, I love that. Thank you, Padre. You're welcome. And it reminds me of two scripture passages. One, when Jesus, before he was crucified, when he was being beaten, said, oh, they, they say you're the king of the Jews. And he said, my kingdom is not of this world. Yes. And the other one is, the kingdom of God is within you. Mm. That has been a solace scripture for me. And that's the relationship. Jesus is in the kingdom within me, in my own heart. Mm. Thank you. And for me, just like Padre, I, I, the divine has to be personal in my life. So I have to relate to the beauty and I have to relate to the, to the essence of that experience. So I, I surround myself with these, these portals that remind me to go, go to heaven, go for the light, go for the wisdom. Don't get lost in your mind. Don't get lost in your troubles. Don't get lost in your expectations or your hopes, or even in my case, often my dreams, because I, I can be very dreamy. And, but this, I, I have an encounter with Christ the King. And I, and I, like Padre said, I feel secure in that intercession. That's something I can, I can really trust. I can take the hand of the divine and I can do what I'm asked. And I don't try to wiggle out of it. I don't try to scheme. I don't try to, I don't go into fear trying to figure out a better strategy. I just take the encounter. I take the information and I then rest in that, the confidence of that. So Barbara Rose is going to share with us a contemplation. If you'd like to close your eyes, remember that each of us has been anointed with the blessing oil many times in baptism, confirmation, ordination, profession, matrimony, marriage, during illness, and very often at our healing retreats. Take a moment and reflect upon an experience when the anointing with oil that came with a powerful message from the divine that went something like this. You are my holy one. You belong to me, and I bless you abundantly. Or as Jesus heard at his baptism by John, you are my beloved son or my beloved daughter. On you, my favor rests. Mm. Just remember that. And then later, 
you can spend more time contemplating it. Mm. Thank you, Barbara Rose. I felt that and it reminded yeah. me of a time when I was in one of the early Ron Roth and Paul Funson's healing events and Padre came up to me and anointed me with rose oil, my crown and my hands and blessed my, my healing ministry. And I collapsed for 30 minutes, just I fell to the ground and collapsed in the spirit. And everything changed for me. And the transmission was so strong through the oil and also through the messenger from heaven, which was Padre Paul. Wow, beautiful. So we all know how great thou art as a song, but there's another one, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. And that was a really beautiful song that's been around for a long time, since 1739. And it was, it was brought by Charles Wesley and George Whitfield. And then it's a song that's been celebrated at the Christmas season for years and years and years. But it also, it also is the, has the energy of our, of our presentation, you know, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Mm. There is a glory. There is a glory that is, is available to all of us. There is a peace that passes all understanding that is available to all of us. There is a mercy which is mild, which is, is, a, is, a, is a power. That mercy which is mild is God's power and anointing for all of us. So we don't need to just celebrate this presence at Christmas or go to Bethlehem to have this experience. We can claim it for ourselves. And as we go through the next stages of this presentation, we want to keep tapping this resource of heaven on earth, which is coming through. And we'll really come to a place where we do understand how great thou art. So Barbara Rose and Padre, I would love, I'd love to, for you just to immerse yourself in this image and just give an experience of a contemplation that gets stirred in you. Barbara Rose, you can go first, please. I feel I'm in a heavenly palace where everything is contained. There is light, there is presence, there is pain, there is royalty, and there's an angel an angel with red hair. It's like heaven on earth. It feels like heaven on earth coming through now as we prepare for this Christmas season. Christ, the gift to the world. Wow. This image really captures part of my heart ever since I've been to Medjugorje, which is I think 14, 15, 16 times. Their, their focus is the Eucharist and adoration. And whenever I return to Medjugorje, that's one of the things that my soul craves is because when I see this image, I see I'm entering into that glorious presence and that presence is loving me back. And I can just sit in tears, just sitting in front of, call it the host, the Eucharistic host, because it represents the king for me. And the king's looking for his bride, which is us, the church. So it's that wooing of, here I am, Padre. Let me love you. Let me consume you. And I want to let people know that on June 3rd of 2021, there's going to be a movie out on Eucharistic miracles. And they're using Disneyland, Disney, the animation. It's going to be in 3D. And it's just going to be an amazing, we hear about them, but now when you see the scientific around it, I think it's going to blow everybody away. And I'm just so looking forward to that. You know, I, they did a, a fundraiser for it, and I in, 
participate in it because I believe in the Eucharistic miracles. It shows Jesus what he said. And he said he was the bread of life. And I believe it. You know, I experienced it myself. So sorry for going on. More. Oh, no. <laughs> Thank you. My gosh. <laughs> so this is Treasures of the Season. Mm. And it's just a reminder, you know, I mean, we get wrapped up in Hanukkah and we get wrapped up in Christmas and, and some of the other holy festivals that happen during this time of year, the solstice. And, but really, we really need to keep our eye on the prize. And, and our eye on the prize is like this, these beautiful images just keep showing us like we need to bring heaven to earth. We need to bring heaven into our heart center. Well, the heart center is the place where we can host the presence 24 7 and we can commune with with each other in this place without jeopardy we get wrapped up when we use our other systems often sometimes our words fail sometimes our gestures fail sometimes our body fails but our heart never fails and if we can bring this energy of heaven into our hearts and carry it around with us, even if our words are sharp or, or if we cut somebody off or if we, we show some frustration or something with our gestures or our mannerisms, our heart will save us every time because our heart will bring us back into the spirit of what this is all about, this human existence, this this treasure from heaven walking around in our bodies when we when we consciously ask so we're going to just do some prayers now for healing so each of us barbara rose padre and i will just do a, a few moments of prayer for each person's needs so padre would you mind starting i'd be glad to just bobby you're talking about the presence but it, to me it's stirring within me always been there, but it's activated by the word that's being spoken. And so I just want to pray for every person for a, a heart encounter. What we're dealing with in this world, uh, the coronavirus, uh, the depression, the lack of money, whatever it might be, the solution, the, the, the miracle that can happen is that our heart opens, the treasure chest opens, so the divine light of Christ can come. So I just decree that divine light through the angelic realm, just come forth and begin to lay hands on people as they're listening, as they're praying along with me, as along as our community. There's a very specific people. I see people who are suffering with cancer, but also with diabetes and also heart problems that let the heartbeat of heaven, the heartbeat of heaven begin to saturate you now, bringing balance, renewal, restoration, and migraine headaches and back problems. I thank you, O Lord, our God, for just eliminating the pain, but also the bringing them into that in-depth experience of how much God loves you. I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, Barbara Rose. Come, light of God. Come, all holy ones. Come especially to those gathered here and their relatives and friends who are experiencing emotional pain. Heal their wounds. Fill them with your light. Fill them with your presence. And I pray especially for the children who have emotional needs. I pray that each of their guardian angels will come now 
and heal them. Shift them into love. Bring the light that they need. And I pray for those who are preparing to pass into the light. May all their angels be evident to them and bring them peace on that journey. And for each person on this call, I pray that you got whatever grace was intended for you. And if you haven't already, that it will happen before it's over and that it will be more than one. Thank you, God. Thank you all. Amen. Amen. Beloved, we are so grateful for the intercession in which you bestow into each of our hearts, into our lives. And we bless each other in the name of the great I am presence for your consciousness is supreme and there is a hope in a way. And I offer this hope in this way to Leo who left his body the other day and to his wife, Pam, who is left behind his beloved friend, Jane, who has been such a prayer warrior on his behalf. And I pray for Oksana and I pray for her children and her family and her lineage and all who suffer in ways that bring heartbreak. I pray for each and every one of us during this time of light that we experience the miraculous in all ways, that there is no limitation, that we are not left to our own devices, that we can claim these heavenly treasures, that we can walk as children of a king, of a queen, and that we can know that we mean something to each other, to the world. That we are important to each other and to the world and not lose hope. Never lose hope. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So I just want to express my gratitude for you, Padre Paul, and for you, Barbara Rose, because you're just, you're beautiful intercession intercessory beings in a body. So I know angels Angels have never taken physical form, but you two for me do represent an angelic presence whenever I encounter you. And I also learn from my experience with you because you help me to change the edge that I sometimes greet love with. You give me so much love and sometimes I don't receive it as love until my heart breaks open a little bit more because you're so you're so vowed in your presence that I I open to that even more because of you. So I offer gratitude and I'm just would like to invite you to each share something that you're grateful for. Barbara Rose. I am grateful for the CLM community for welcoming me and welcoming everyone into this community of love. I thank you, Padre, Bob, Dana, Virginia, for your leadership, for always showing us the way, for being humble, transparent, and a lot of fun to be with. And I would like to thank all members of our community 
for being gifts to one another. Even during this pandemic, even over Zoom, the energy of connecting is so very high. So thank you for teaching me how to love, how to be available, how to be of service. Thank all the angels who are here with us. Amen. Wow. I'm just so grateful for my two presenters tonight, for my community. You know, I would never have thought where I am today, the position I am today as an abbot, as a spiritual leader, it, for God to reveal himself, herself, Mary to reveal herself, Father Peel to reveal himself to me. It's, it's an incredible gift that I will always cherish. For me, it's the, the community who is tuning in tonight. God gives me the privilege to see that light in each of you. And I want to call that forth. And my blessing is that you can call that forth into your celebrations during this holidays, whether it's Hanukkah, whether it's Christmas, New Year's, just see beyond the personality and see that jewel that's there because we're all being called into this brilliant light. And with Dana and Bobby, Virginia, walking with me, Barbara Rose with in all my community, the, the monks, the ordained, the students, the acolytes, I could go on and on. They all hold this light. And I am eternally grateful for that because I couldn't do it by myself. And the kingdom of God is within all of us. And so if we recognize that within you, within me, we can have heaven here on earth. And that's what to me communion is about, is coming in union. So thank you for cherish. You're kind of like a Hallmark movie to me. At the end, I get to cry and just say, oh, I love you. I love them. They made it together. That's our story. That's my everyday story. The challenges that are there, but yet the gift is always awaiting us through the angelic realm. So thank you, Bobby. Thank you, Barbara Rose and all our community data. Thank you, Padre. And also this pumpkin pie is for my friend Charles because he loves pumpkin pie. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to take it, but you know, uh, I'll release it. And he's so generous at sharing his beloved Barbara Rose with us. So this. Oh, how sweet is that? (laughs) That is awesome. I like dessert. (laughs) So this is just another reminder that we're going to have communion in a few moments. So if you need to get your elements, please do. Please join in, even if you do not have elements for yourself. Know that this service, the communion service is for all of us it's it's an activation it's a it's a finishing off of the energetic transmission that we're receiving from this from this time together so padre is there anything that you would like to to share in terms of imparting a seed for us to rejoice upon just a gift of the present moment right now because i believe we're all experiencing an emotional part or attachment to the sharings the scriptures the the vow that entering into this beautiful place and can cherish this moment. We can open up to the heaven that's here, but also beyond us. And my, my gift, my grace that I want each of you to be imparted with is that awareness of God's presence, because regardless of whatever challenges you're going through, this hour, this moment is where heaven opens and we get to enter into this special place that miracles happen in a milli moment. Thank you. And Barbara Rose, is there anything that you would like to to share as kind of a plant a seed for all of us to set to bring the light more forward? Yes. What I see is little 
dots of light around everybody and they are angels they are little little dots of angels so notice notice when you're going to sleep tonight they said even with your eyes closed you will see some of these little dots of light and enjoy them like a child would and and through your whole being and out to others through you your guardian angel is just waiting for you to ask for messages for healings mm. enjoy time with your guardian angel mm. thank you and what i wanted to leave with all of us is just this hallelujah and sometimes it's best in a song so hallelujah 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 Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. And, and Padre, if there's any blessing or benediction that you'd like to make, this is our last slide, and then we'll move into the communion service. Oh, my, as a deer panteth, so my soul pants for you, O oh God. Even the the deer knows where the presents are or the present is. <laughs> so <laughs> as we open up our hearts to receive this beautiful gift, just as the Magi, the kings, gave Jesus gifts for the, the king of the, the king, so we want to express that of giving to uplift your heart because to me, life is about giving, life is about blessing. So I'm just going to bless these holy encounters each of you are having now. And as we partake in this communion, divine union with Christ, that the love of God, the embrace of Mary, the, the, the riches of heaven will overtake you during this season of light in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome, buddy. And so now we're going to move into the communion service. So if everybody has your elements, whether it's a cracker, I get the real host, not real host, but you know, (laughs) the circle that is unbroken. Let's take this element. And what we've been partaking in this evening is about the Christed one, the Savior. And even Jesus' own word says, I am the bread of life. So whatever nourishment you need, whatever abundance you're looking for, whatever relationship that you lack, this represents the wholeness of God, the love of God. And it says, you know, when Jesus said day before he was to die and actually be our living sacrifice, he said he took bread and he looked up to heaven. He looked for his source, just as I look to Jesus for my source of life, the king of the Jews, that I really honor that. But then he said he blessed it. And so whatever encounter we're going through tonight, whatever your challenge is, bless it. Don't curse it. Bless it. So he said he blessed the elements and he gave thanks. uh, Attitude of gratitude. And then it says he broke broke the bread, which means we have a portion that we need to give to others. Not always about us. It's always about sharing the goodness of God. So it's in that partaking of the bread the bread of life, that we can multiply the blessings. And so during this holy encounter, as we receive this 
after Barbara Rose will receive it, take our time to be responsible for this divine act because it's a ritual, but this ritual actually expands and grows. Just like the angels, they are on assignment once we take this communion because they know what this represents. They serve the king as well as I do and you do. So in this, we pray and bless in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Barbara Rose. And after the bread, Jesus took the cup, the chalice, and he said to his friends, this is my blood, my life force, which will be shed for you and all for the salvation of the world. And as we heard in the Annunciation story tonight, the angel Gabriel told Mary she would give birth to a son and named him Jesus. For nine months, he was in her womb. She nourished him with her own body and held him close to her after his birth. During our fall retreat last year, Jesus told me that when we receive Holy Communion, we receive his body and blood and also his mother's body and blood. He said, I am flesh of her flesh and blood of her blood. Mm. So hold up your chalice, your cup in your hands. Let it remind you of Mary's womb that held Jesus. Mm. And let us all open up to the larger sense of belonging where we know we are all one. And ultimately, we are all from the same divine womb. That is so beautiful, Barbara Rose. That makes total sense about we giving birth, we hosting the presence as Mary did. We can personally take that vow and allow that grace now to bless our homes, heal our souls, you know, because it's manna from heaven. So whatever you need when we receive it, that's manna. That's the blessings of God that will multiply in your life. So let's receive the body, the blood, the Savior of the world, Jesus. Psalm 91, write that down and just read that, ponder that, because we're under the shadow of the Almighty, you know? As we took communion, it is about this divine grace that each of us possess. We get to celebrate it during this season of lights. I'm, I'm grateful to each of you, and may you have a blessed and a wonderful Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, uh, happy holidays, and we'll see you in the new year. And we have two services next week for if you want to join us. One is a teleclass. The other one's on Zoom, a Christmas Eve one. And we can do it again and celebrate together. So, Bobby, God bless you for creating this, Barbara Rose. This was just magnificent. And it, it takes a community of people to create this. And I'm so, so proud of each of you for sharing the light of God with all of us. So thank you.